You are listening to Hum Night on Ustream.tv, back for the year 2012 with uh, a musical intro, yeah. which is uh, fantastically, and has been fantastically composed by Mr. Shane Cole. So thank you to Shane for the new Hump Night introduction music. Uh, another great year we have in store for you here from the Odd Sox Entertainment Studios in Truganina. Before I go any further... I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this land. Traditional owners? The traditional traditional driver of this land. Uh, Mrs. Maisie Griffiths uh, turns 100 and is still driving and learnt to drive on these lands that we are currently, uh, on which we are currently situated. So I will acknowledge Mrs. Maisie Griffiths for mapping out all of Truganina. Uh, Thank you very much for pioneering and no doubt listening to the car radio while she was learning to drive uh, in 1912, if they had radios. In the studio with me this evening uh, are two fantastic people back for another year. It's a compliment. <laughs> How are you, Kath? Hey, good. Thank, good. You, thank you. Very excited. 2012. It's good to see you. It's been a very long time. Yeah, it has been a very long time. A long time between humps. And uh, the other person in the studio, equally as fantastic, Brenton Menzies, how are you? Great, great to be back for 2012. I can't believe we're already one month into the year. We are. We are. Great. <laughs> Do you know what I like about 2012? Is I feel... The, what is it? I feel it's really balanced. It's not a palindrome, but it starts and ends with a two. Well, that's good because um, it really only happens every 10 years. It does. Uh, this... Say millennium. Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. feel it's a good year? 2012. Yes. I Next year's yeah. gonna be shit. 13. I'm Two, out of here. 2013. Anything could happen. That's if we make it through 2012. True. There, there's the, the end of the world may still come. I'm sure. Uh, another year is uh, predicted to explode. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how the mines fare later on. Speaking of, not really anything actually. <laughs> um, Hi, Lee. Get on the you? Facebook page. <laughs> the new hub night is there still the Facebook page. Very shortly, it will no longer be the new Hump Night. We'll just have to say. We've been talking about it for a while. We're just going to have to have a, uh, a cut-off date, and then it will just be Hump Night. But while you can still like the new Hump Night, definitely get on there and do it. An- Speaking of Facebook, Brenton. Yes. Um, look, Facebook is uh, it's one of those things that people just seem to, everyone seems to do it now, Catherine, don't they? They do. And uh, with that uh, comes... You know, smokos and, you know, work breaks. Now, Facebook has taken over the world and people now have their breaks and to check out their Facebook. So at, at work, do you time, mean? Yep. At work, their 20-minute break where they used to go out and have a puff, yep. they're now going onto their smartphones and flicking through their social life, having a poke, you could say. Yeah. What do you think about that, Kath? Do you actually get on it during the day? <laughs> <laughs> and then do you also look at your Facebook? <laughs> When you, so are you saying that people are no longer leaving the office? They may be sitting at their desk instead of having oh. their 20-minute... Well, they yep. could be walking outside for fresh air, I don't know. Okay, but they get on their phone. Um, yep. And they're maybe eating their lunch while Facebooking. Yes. And they're probably Facebooking about their lunch. 
most likely. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, statuses like that belong on Twitter. What you're having for lunch is not a Facebook thing. Twitter is for the mundane, constant updates. Okay. I'm sitting on the tram. Who cares? Yeah, okay. So people that check in on a tram on Facebook need to get a life. Um, Maybe. But I check Facebook in all of my breaks. I must think I do. It's a bad habit, but I do tend to do it. Yes. I feel as a society, we can't do anything alone anymore. Mm. Like, if you go out to a restaurant with someone else and they go to the bathroom... It's too straight on the face. Straight on the phone. Like you've got to right. with the phone. You're waiting in line. You in in a queue for something. You get out the phone. You're on waiting the phone. for a bus. We can't do. We can't wait anymore. We you're have right. no patience. We can't do anything by ourselves. What 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 have ever happened to those days when you do go to the toilet in the uh, in a restaurant and you're, the person you're with is just left sitting there? What? And now they get out their phone, but they should be just forced to wait. You just write on their wall, you know? like, house of the week, yeah. and then they probably write back. And they're on the because... Waiting for my partner to get back from the toilet. And Do you to. Facebook on the toilet? Well, that's so, another place where they say it's, up, it's rampant. Really? So if you're on the toilet, Kath, do you get out the phone and have a bit of a flick through? Do you know, I probably used to, but I don't anymore after my phone dropping toilet incident. Well, good idea, I think, because, yeah, you don't want that to, you know. Yeah. You, you did have a brown app for a while. Um, I, I, I'm sometimes on my phone, maybe to check a message, but no, not Facebook. I feel Facebook requires two thumbs. So you can't be on the toilet. So. What are you doing with the other phone? <laughs> <on> the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> so you need two thumbs for Facebook. No, okay, I have this really weird habit. When I go to the bathroom... I have to, it stems from when I was a little girl wearing dresses. When I sit down, if I'm wearing um, a, a top that's separate to my bottom, it's not a dress, or actually even a dress, I pull it up under my uh, under my armpits. So I'm wearing, this oh. is what I'll do. You hold my mic. Hang on a second. This is getting way too fresh, but go on. Keep so going. So when I go to the toilet... Yes. Hold the mic too. Hang on. <laughs> when I go to the toilet, I'll go like this. Okay, now I'm ready. And then this hand will hold up my jumper. Oh, right. So, so you're worried about getting wee on your jumper. So it's from when I was a little girl <laughs> and I was worried I was going to get wee on my dress. You know little girls and they pull their dresses up? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So it's even, like boys that pull their pants right down. Yes, 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 yes I do. So this hand is always holding up my top and so it only gives me one hand. Well, and I can only text or can't Facebook now, with one I'm thinking hand. of, you. neither of you have iPhones, correct? That's yeah. correct. You have galaxies? Yeah. Yes, yes. An interesting fact I learned about the iPhone um, through Shane, our resident nerd, um, is that there is a reason the iPhone is the size that it is. Is because the average person's hand... No way. The average person's thumb, when they hold their iPhone... If you have an iPhone at home, put your iPhone in your hand, the average person's thumb can reach every point on the screen... Oh, I can't yeah, thumb. Yeah. That's why, it's, that's why it's the three and a half inch size. On the top, wow. the power button? Oh, he's got, oh, oh, he's got it. I've got to say, we're about six minutes into this year's show, and Catherine's already shared a toilet story. <laughs> I feel like I'm lacking or lagging behind. One thing you won't see on your Facebook, Catherine, when you're scrolling through mm. are photos, certain photos. Oh. Facebook have banned a certain photo, which I thought was quite a natural and you know, a nice thing to, to share. And it's it's a natural part of life. It is. It's essential. And that is a mother breastfeeding their young child. So Facebook are not allowing breastfeeding to be published in photo form. I think it's disgraceful because, really, 
I want to see as much <laughs> breast as I can. And, you know, and now they're preventing me. So, the thing is, though, most people that are mothers and are breastfeeding mm. would generally have a private profile. I don't think they're the kind of people that would have a free profile for anyone to go and look at. That's if I've got so, my tits out on my Facebook... You're happy to share I'm, them with your friends. I'm happy to share them with my friends, but not friends of friends. Yes. That's true, yes. So, I think if, if, you, if your profile is public, that's fine, put a ban. But if you have a private and just selected friends, then I think you have boob rights. Boob if you're friends with that person, you have boob rights. I would like so you boob have no rights with, all my friends. You, you have no problem with us seeing your boob cat. Well, if you're my friend on Facebook, I'm quite happy. If, and I'm comfortable okay, no, putting a photo up. I'm happy to go past the face with that cat cat. Would you get it out for us <laughs> if you had a child with you? Would you, would, would you breastfeed in the Hub Night Studio? Yes. Would you get it out? I reckon if you're, fa- if you're Facebook friends with someone, you're close enough to be breastfeeding with them in the area. Yeah. With them in person. So, of course, you're happy for them to see the photo of it on Facebook. I think it's different. It's a little bit different. But, um, look, I'm all for it. If, if you want to yeah. have bring a child you're, you're, week, Brent, you're all for anything that's got tits in it, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think there's underwear and bikinis and stuff that are more revealing in a way. Absolutely. Than a, than a kid's mouth around a nipple that you won't even see. Oh, God, I'm turning you on. The, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, you're, you're doing something for the listeners, too. Two <laughs> listeners have just said they want cats to get their tits out. <laughs> they, they are fully aware of the uh, the webcam possibilities of Ustream as well, Cat. And uh, based on current statistics, that's 100% of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh. Kat, oh, look, oh. <laughs> okay. that just almost that's fell off her chair. Off her chair. Uh, disaster averted. <laughs> I um I happened to be in Thailand in Patong when the Djokovic the final wow, won. good on you. And uh, Jeff, my boyfriend, and I just walked between each bar in Patong just to see where the um the match was at. And um, couldn't, couldn't you stay in one bar for long enough? Well, we felt uh, it got to the stage. You where weren't buying drinks, were you? That's why <laughs> each bar was closing on them. <laughs> <laughs> and it finally got to the one thirty a.m. It was getting to the stage where all the lady boys were coming out and the girls started dancing on the poles and that kind uh, of thing. Yes. And like, it was that yeah. okay, next one, next one, and then we, we did a few laps. And um, one of the highlights of um, the trip was um, when. We were talking about the locals and just, oh, that girl there, she's really pretty. That one's really pretty. Uh-oh. And when we got close, there was a lady boy. Oh. How do you know they're lady boys? What's the bit of, crying? Bit of crying game action happening? Um, the hands and the shoulders. Mm. But they're actually Yummy. beautiful. They do look feminist. I went to a trivia night as part of Midsummer, the Gay and Lesbian Festival in Melbourne, that was hosted by a drag queen. Ah. Yeah, which was very interesting. I, I said to Shane, I said to Shane, I'd like to have a go at being a drag queen. What would be your drag name? name? What was this drag I name? I don't know. Uh, drag, it was a very good drag name. Her name was Kaysarah. Kaysarah. Which is very good, with Doris Day being a, a very gay icon. But um, she had legs up to her armpits. Yeah. Long, long, wow. long ridiculous legs. Yeah. Um, but it was the shoulders. You could tell that it was manish yeah. shoulders. Even though, they, you know, they weren't heaps broad. Mm. But you could tell that they were, they were man Can shoulders. you have a, a name for us? Your, your drag name, Kat? So if I was... Uh, what I would like to do is dress up in drag but pretend, pretend I was a guy dressing up in You'd drag. A, like, oh. sound like it hot. You know that the Whoa. movie? That's is it, is no. That, no, they're real drags. What's the movie where... <laughs> oh, oh, Connie oh. and Carla. Yes, and yes. also in Miss Congeniality. 
The so, girl dresses up as a guy and then dresses up as a girl. Yeah, I think oh. that would be fun to pretend to be a guy pretending to be a girl. You could be the third member in Brett and My Drag Act. Yeah. Dana Ross and the Supreme style. Yeah. <laughs> I told Brett he was one of the Supremes. He wasn't happy about that. Um, I, I don't know what my drag name would be. Drag. Is there, a, is there a formula? I don't know, but there is a method if you wish to gag and drag a drag. <laughs> that is to stuff their mouth with some sort of uh, fabric mm-hmm. and, and drag off into the bush. Shag and drag a drag. Here we go. Drag queen name generator. Google, what 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 do you do with that Google these days? I hope you can put your name in there and it generates a good drag name for you. All right, what is your name, Lee? Submit. <laughs> All right, here it is. Oh, no. Your drag queen name is Ophelia Cox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, pop me in. I'm that, serious now. <laughs> this is one of the results. Drag queen name generator. Okay, Ian Brenton. Brenton, that's my name. And let's um, see what happens if we put your last name in too. If that makes sense. All right, just put that. Because Ophelia Cox is too common. We won't put. We won't mention like Ophelia Cox. Marsha Mellow. Marsha Mellow. I like that Marcia, much better. You look like a Marsha. I could be a Marsha Mellow. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Catherine, of course, you would be. No, no, this is me. I've just redone me. I'll bear a breast. Oh. That would be my other one. Uh, and Kath would be... If do, you you Kath or, do you want Kath or Catherine? Catherine. If, you're, if listeners at home would like to jump on this, I don't know, Google search it somehow and uh, have a look. I'll just post the link in on the Hump Night Facebook page. And tell us what your drag name is. Oh, Kath, your drag name is Misunderstood. Oh, that's nice. So you can head to that link and find out what Kath, <laughs> um, Kath's well. name is. If you are listening... I want every listener to go to go to the Hum Night Facebook page, yep. click the link, do their drag name, and then post it as a comment on the link. All right, so I think we've dragged this out enough. Uh, uh, I have good legs, by the way. If I me too. Them. I need to drag queens, which reminds me. Kath, uh, let's talk about your jeans. Um, I, uh, this was um, a few weeks ago. I went out for a coffee with my parents and some of their friends and a couple of other friends. And I don't believe I got an invite. No, you didn't. And I put on my out. tight jeans. And as uh, oh, halfway through our coffee, I just had my hand on my leg, as I do. And I felt underneath my knee, and I thought, oh, my gosh, there's something, there's something in my jeans. Like, there's material, or there's something stuck there. Oh, God. So maybe, have I bandaged my knee? No, nothing. And then I, I was like, okay, that's really weird. I went to the bathrooms. I had a pair of dirty undies (laughs) in my jeans behind my knee. And now dirty undies. That was dirty. So the night before you pulled the jeans off, undies and all, put it on the top of the dresser and then just put it all on again. They were hanging up. I'd hung up my jeans with undies (laughs) in them. How do you know they were worn? Were they even yours, Kat? Were they stained? They weren't yours, were they? I just knew. So I'd obviously, yeah, taken them all off. They were stuck in there. And then um, I'd put them back on. How lucky, though, that they were stuck behind my knee. Like a good good spot for them to be and not dangling out the front. The funny thing was, though, I put it on Facebook as a bit of a, yeah, funny, nong-nong moment. About five people said, oh, that's funny, that's happened to me as well. It must be common practice. What are the chances of people putting on jeans with undies stuck in them? I, I, don't, I don't get further than the front door before I notice. You'd know. Like, I don't get out. 
I've been very skinny jeans most of the time. Yeah. I have done that before, but I've noticed straight away that there's something in there. And as it is, there's barely enough room in my jeans for me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the jocks department. Um, very funny. Very funny, Cass. Very funny, Cass. You are. You never cease to amaze. But, um, yes. Madge, uh, the old Madonna. Magina, yep. Look, she performed for a fair bit of uh, half-time. Kath, how much do you reckon she got paid for that gig? Oh, probably Rachel, like Rachel Finch is asking, about eight grand. About eight grand. What do you reckon uh, she got paid, Lee, for, for is a this gig? back to eBay style? It is um, a little bit. <laughs> Close to a million dollars. A million dollars. I'll tell you how much Madonna got paid for that gig. Not one cent. Really? They said, you are getting 14 or 16 minutes of publicity yeah. on the biggest stage in the yeah. world, yeah. you're not getting paid a cent. That's Fair awesome. And, they, and, well, that's that's what happened. That's good. So that's she performed, thing. I don't know, six or seven songs, and it went for the 16 or 18 minutes, however long it went. Didn't get paid for it, because I can only imagine her yeah. iTunes sales would have gone through the roof, and she's back on the front page again in Australia. So, look, it, it, it's probably worked out much better. Well, than she's, she's, she's also touring Australia. Yes. Um, yeah. She's coming back. All of she's over fifty. She, she is. She is. Well, she can still twist her legs though. She has to put a bit of um grease up there, but she can get down. She can still open them too. Apparently. <laughs> um. So we're going to get Madonna next year. We at, at what point in your life does uh, your virginity reset? I don't, like I don't think. I don't think Madonna's <laughs> given it enough time to reset. <laughs> There's not been enough downtime down there. Maybe um, too much downtime. She's attractive. No. Do you think she was ever attractive? I don't don't think she was ever attractive. I've been watching, like, I've been taking people through the history of pop music recently and seeing a couple of Madonna film clips. Like, even Like a Virgin, in that film clip, she does look attractive. No. I was looking at... Whereas Kylie... Kylie's Kylie's always always been hot. Yeah. Done for sure. But um, I was watching one, uh, was it Material Girl? And she wasn't even great in that one. The pink dress? Yeah, and lots of guys, lots and lots of backup chances, yeah. sort of rubbing her, but really rubbing each other. <laughs> um, how, how, what do you predict her cost of tickets will be to see her? I'm saying 180. Yeah, yeah, 140 would be absolute minimum. Yeah. That's being optimistic. Yeah, um, it's going to be a lot. Be worth it, I reckon. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say there'd be a lot there. The thing is, though, she's going to lip sync everything. Yeah, she. Will. I don't think she'll. She won't even say. It'll even be pre-recorded, Welcome Melbourne. Like, that's yeah. even going to be on the uh, cassette. Yeah, that's so true. Speaking of um, pre-recorded, I've watched the film clip, as I was saying, I'm doing a history of pop music stuff this week, and I watched the film clip to, uh, or a, no, a performance of uh, I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Yeah. And there is no way that Michael is singing that live. Because he actually, because of the dance moves, his mouth spends hardly any time in front of the microphone. Oh. But his voice is perfect the whole time. Anyway. How disappointing. Oh, shut it. Mike it's not perfect. Live. Um, his dad's just poking him to sing live from, from behind. Um, he'd, he'd be rolling in his grave right now. If he heard that. Be, if he could hear it. Um, hey, what ever happened to um, Thingy, that dude, that doctor guy, he, Conrad Murray? He got found guilty. He did, and then... Uh, I don't know. Did he... Did anything else... Like, when does he go to jail? I don't know what the sentence is. in jail is. yet? Four years it was, I think. Four years, was it? Yeah. But is he um, in jail yet? Good luck with that. Well, Michael Jackson died in 2009, so it's now three years ago. Yeah. Uh, it'll come up to three years in, in like, 
June or something. Um, God, time goes quickly. It does. Didn't, it's 2012. Didn't the Titanic sink in 1912? Yes, yes, yes I was saying this yes. the other night. It's 100 years of the Titanic. 100 years since the Titanic. And Titanic's coming out in 3D. God, what it feels like yesterday. It does feel like yesterday. It feels like just 1997 that it happened. Would yes. uh, our, the traditional owners of this land would remember? She She's would. Maisie Griffiths. Maisie would be. I think she. Like she was out from it. Lucky she wasn't on it with uh, with young Leo. She's probably ferrying across on it with her car. News time. Definitely news Go. time. Now Christina Bartolo, uh, our number one listener, yeah. even though she doesn't listen every every time, um, posted this on our uh, Hum Note page during the break. The the Headline's very simple. Virgin 36 fathers 14 children. What? Intriguing, isn't it? He has never had sex yet fathers 14 children. Trent mm. Arsenal hit the headlines last December when his free sperm bank came under investigation. Arsenal. Oh. <laughs> they were going to say his free sperm bank came under fire, but they decided against oh. it. His free sperm bank came under investigation from the US Food and Drug Administration, oh. which threatened him with a $100,000 fine and up to a year in jail. Now, the Fremont, California local who bills himself as having an ideal gene pool to father children has revealed that he is a 36-year-old virgin. A revelation on CNN host... Anderson Cooper's daytime show, Anderson, means that the self-confessed tech geek and expert in Silicon Valley finds himself in the highly unusual position of never having had sex but fathering 14 healthy offspring. Speaking on the chat show, Mr. Arsenal said, I coined this term donor sexual, and I'll explain it means 100% of my sexual energy is for producing sperm for childless couples to have babies, so I don't have other activity outside of that. An incredulous Mr. Cooper asked, so you do not have sex? I will probably be the 40-year-old virgin, the donor explained, except I'll have 15-plus kids. A statement that drew applause from the audience to the confusion of the host. They must have got Oprah's audience. Oprah's uh, audience. They cheer for everything. Yeah, they could cheer, whatever. Um, they, if, if he was on Oprah, they would have found a free vial of sperm under their chair and they left the show. <laughs> yes, and you're going away with some of his sperm. <laughs> the show saw the virgin dad meet one of his progeny for the first time as Annalise, who turns two this week, walked onto the stage. A visibly emotional Mr. Arsenal said that meeting was a thrill, the toddler is mothered by a lesbian couple who seemed overjoyed following the donor's decision to help them conceive. Do you think he's had any um, financial reimbursement for any of this? He says it's free. That's inc- Isn't that illegal? He's in... Um, probably I think not. it's illegal. Well, the Food and Drug Administration wanted to find him. Mm. The who? The Food and Drug Administration. What have they got to do with sperm? He's administering the sperm. Where's the food coming from? <laughs> So, why do they want to arrest him? I don't, it doesn't say. Let me see. I think it is illegal, but just between friends, you could dish it out. You, you could dish like it out. Not. I could knock you up in a, in a, in a that way, Kat. Yeah. yeah. In Australia, it's um, illegal to pay for um, someone's sperm. sperm, but you can do what's called an altruistic surrogacy, which is where you do it without paying. Wow. It sounds a bit like a sitcom, two lesbians and a, and a virgin. Two lesbians and a virgin. And they're all it's like... Almost two, it's almost two and a half men. It's a pretty cheap KK present. <laughs> it would be. Here's, what's in my stocking today? Oh, gooey. But no. I might use it. How long do you think it would... If you put it in a normal jar, like you finished your bedroom, you washed it out. Yeah, washed it out, cleaned it. Filled it up. 
Mm. How long would it be good good for? In the freezer? Do you put a best before on it? Now, well, he says via a website, he touts his sperm as being organic, but uh, as being organic. But a health expert on the show warns that his unusual approach to fatherhood opens the door to spreading viral diseases such as HIV. Really? Yeah, I don't know how. Her fears echo those of the FDA, which claims Mr. Arsenault, I'm probably not saying it right, um, did not take precautions to prevent disease spreading and found him to be unlawfully manufacturing human cells. The agency issued a cease and desist order in what is the first ever case of its kind involving a private sperm donor in the US. Uh, he said that in, a, in the past that he is simply helping out childless couples in situations where their only alternative would be sex with a stranger. He told Huffington Post, I'm helping people in need, I'm not running a business here. I quite like that. It's so generous. I wish everyone was a little bit generous like that, running around, makes splashing me, their sprog. Makes me want to sing a Monty Python song. <laughs> Which one? Oh, I just might re- break out into some every sperm is sacred. Every <laughs> sperm is good. Um, are we okay with him just keeping a little bit of a stash in his chest freezer in the in the garage? And I'd hate to give it a person on their on their Harley Davidsons and picks that up on the way through. I've got to say, with your steak, I do get a fright when I find rats in your freezer. I think that would be almost worse when I <laughs> went in there and said, "Is this ice cream good?" <laughs> oh. Hundreds and thousands. Would, right. would you like sprinkles? Would you like sprinkles on your skin? Oh dear. Now, Kath. Yo. Um, a little bit of an awkward moment for yourself and I last night. Yes. When we were in close proximity. Yes. It had been a while since I'd seen young Catherine because yeah. she'd been away in her Asian country. Yeah. And um, so she came up and gave me a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Mm. But you know normally when you're facing each other and you give a kiss on the cheek, your, your faces are pointing away from each other. Yeah. Kath kissed me from behind. Ooh. So her face was like here on me, right next to my face, facing Ooh. the same way. Yeah, same, and after she um, <laughs> turned away, I said, "Oh, pizza for tea, Kath." Oh, <laughs> I, this was on. And was it true? This was Monday night, and I said, "Oh, maybe fish and chips." Is is this for Wednesday? <laughs> I was thinking Lee was talking about dinner for tonight. Oh. But no, I no. smelt a distinct uh, garlic oh, on the breath of young cat. <laughs> it was not pizza, it was a chicken Kiev. Chicken Kiev. I was really embarrassed. And, Yuck. Um, so when we made out later, I was, was a little bit awkward. Um, I did tell her that if she wanted to patch me properly, she had to get some chewy. Yeah, a bit extra in the mouth. Yeah. You got, no, you got some five from my brother. I did. I got some. I think I played netball last night on a girl who absolutely reaped. I don't know if it was bad breath. Or <laughs> did thought, you try to call a foul? I reckon that's a foul. Yeah. Yeah. If you put someone say. off by stinking, yeah, foul. It should be. Well, I thought maybe they should design a deodorant, a sport deodorant that you spray and it absolutely reeks. So you put your opposition off. That would be, It'd be pretty good. Did you play terribly? Yeah, I did actually. Well, there you have it. Go. I'll put stink bombs under your armpits. Mmm. I let off a few stink bombs a couple of weeks Did ago. Did you? On the court? <laughs> no, no, I mean real ones. Oh, I thought you were stinking it up on the court. No, no, I bought some stink bombs and crushed them. I've never done that before. It was really fun. I was stink say, bombs? Really? Stink bombs. Stink bombs. Do they stink? Absolute ransom. Ransom. Why? They stink ransom. They just was fun. it in your parents' hotel room in... Just no, in no, Thailand on the way past. No, because I went to that magic shop in um, Elizabeth Street for the first time ever. Wow, Bernard's. Bernard's, and I've never been. 
And I thought, I'm going to buy some stink bombs. Some stink bombs. <laughs> They're really fun. I want they stink really bombs. They really stink. They smell. I'm going to stink something out. Barrett what can we smell? I mean, what can we stink out? <laughs> we'll be back at 9 o'clock next week. I want to promote our YouTube channel. Odd Socks Entertainment has a YouTube channel, which no, this is Odd Socks ENT. Um, the rest of the stuff was crap. All the best bits of Hump Night uh, go on the YouTube videos. So they're two to five minutes each. Yeah. If you can't be bothered listening to a half-hour podcast, mm. let me do the work for you and mm. just get you the best bits and put it on YouTube. That's so good. Subscribe to the channel, as Alex has, and uh, you can get all of the best bits there. So you can listen to us live on Ustream every Wednesday night at 9pm. You can podcast us uh, once a week with our little half-hour good bits, and then the best bits of the good bits uh, are on the YouTube. So definitely get on there. Thank you for coming, Kat. Yay! Thank you, boys. Great to see you. Thank you, Brenton. Always a pleasure. I'm about to go fill 14 cups. And thank you, Shane. Yes. For this. uh, For the theme music, which goes like this.